Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Uh, Matt and Jonathan hanging out. I was talking to you, Jonathan, earlier about the Masters. Uh, you said you're a golf fan. Are you cheering for Tiger like I am? He's somehow now the grizzled veteran, even though for quite a while he was literally the absolute best player on earth in the world of golf. I'm cheering for everybody that aren't the live golfers, I think. I think that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Nice, uh, Matt. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. But yeah, wait, what am I saying? Yeah, I want to be that guy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah that's no, where I'm yeah. going. Go Tiger. You're not the only yeah, guy. Go like Tiger. That. Go anyone not playing for Live Golf and wearing the the you know weird logos and whatnot. Um, but Jonathan, are you also cheering for Tiger? Of course. Who isn't okay. cheering for Tiger? I don't know. That's really I, honestly, the question. Honestly, it's it's been like his whole career that if he's leading any sort of um, you know major tournament toward the end, the amount of people that watch just skyrockets. It goes nuts. Uh, I did have one person say that golf is boring to me. Uh, do any of us think that on this show? I'm going to check real quick. I used to, and then okay. I played golf. You've been transformed? And All right, I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's very hard, very difficult. Uh, I will say this. I, I thought of a way to goose golf uh, that I've thrown out before, I think, on radio uh, to maybe make it more entertaining to those. And I wouldn't do this at the Masters. I wouldn't do it to Tiger, uh, but just in general. And it's it's not pitch clock and baseball because that's an abomination, and I hate it, and I might get into that later. I think you do like a B-hole. Like uh, the, you know, surprise hole where they release bees and you got to play the <laughs> hole with bees. To me, that's fascinating. And it doesn't change the sport all that much. It just adds adds a danger element to it. No, I, I think that's a great idea. Okay, um, great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to say put a windmill on every hole. Right. You know, right. we I, can I, even change like the par for the, the bee hole. It's not going to be a par three, even if it's a short hole. That's got to be a par six or something and just see what happens. You oh, no, you, I mean? you want it to stay a par three, right? Because you want to play through that thing <laughs> as fast as you can. Uh, you know, you're getting yeah. attacked by hornets. I, yeah. be, well, it's yeah. a difference. But I just, I just thought I was just going to be fair to the fact that nobody's shooting a three on that hole if there's hornets all over the place. <laughs> Right. They're definitely not. So let's go for a different medium. But I don't know. Uh, I just love the fact that Tiger's out there. He's saying he doesn't know how many of those he's any more of these he has left in him. And somehow, I, I don't know if every like athlete that dominates a sport is like this, that toward the tail end of the career, you cheer for him. Even Michael Jordan, one of my favorite people in the world of sports ever. I'm absolutely a Michael Jordan guy. I think toward the tail end of his career, some people were asking him to hang it up. And I can't hear anybody asking Tiger to hang it up. Well, you're thinking about the, you're talking about Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, the deities of their sports. Okay, sure. And we're kind of like acolytes here. We worship them. We put them on these pedestals. And when we do that, we think they're invincible. So I think a lot of the appeal is watching them possibly lose. Now that's sure. not the case anymore with Tiger Woods because you know he's he's at the end of his career towards yeah. the end you know he, he's missing cuts and everything else. But even with Michael Jordan, even with the love for Tiger Woods, and 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 I know everybody hates Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was that guy that just felt unbeatable, just sure. like Tiger in his prime, and sure. just like Michael Jordan. And there is yeah, this thing. I, I would- and it's this jealousy, this, this envy, where we kind of want them to lose sometimes. Amen. I don't mean to turn this into like a sports talk show all of a sudden, but I can't help it. This is uh, kind of fun. Uh, even Tom Brady, uh, last season, people are like, he's not that good anymore. He's going to hang it up. Maybe it's the the sport of golf itself. 
that sort of to us says, I would love to see a Jack Nicholas. I'd love to see anybody competing, going out there, doing whatever they're capable of doing, no matter how long they're, it's not as embarrassing, I guess might be the way to say it, to do poorly. Maybe it would be for Tiger, but for the rest of us as an audience, it's not quite the same as seeing Jordan lose a step or seeing Tom Brady miss an easy throw. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's so much easier to cheer on and never want to see anybody give it up no matter how hard things have been. Again, some uh, self-inflicted things have been uh, on a Tiger Woods in his life uh, to put him in the point he's in now. But I wonder if that's the thing that's sort of um, romantic about the world of golf. And it's the same thing I feel about baseball in a way and why I hate the pitch clock so much. I hate it so much. I saw a game uh, over the weekend and I was up in like the, um, you know, high rafter seats and I couldn't see the pitch clock that well. But because nobody's going to baseball games right now, I got down to the 100 level, which was awesome. And I was staring right at the pitch clock and I was having a conversation with it. And the wife was looking at me and like patting me on the head, being like, it's okay. It'll all be okay. Because it's so (laughs) anti-baseball. I hate it so much. I want to know what your conversation was with the pitch clock. (laughs) What were you saying? Stop Uh, it. Go away. You'll have to edit yourself a little bit, I'm sure. But I'd like to know. I was just yelling, stop it at the pitch clock. I was just trying to get it to stop (laughs) being a thing. Uh, Yeah, no. I I don't know, man. But it's just, to me, maybe that's part of the reason why. Uh, The world of golf or the world of baseball. There's there's more romance in those sports, I think, than other sports. But maybe I'm, I'm probably biased. I'm going to accept I'm biased on this. All well, right. Uh, unless anybody else has anything else to say, I'll move on to something else. No, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely overly romantic on the on the sports thing. Uh, I saw this, that Apple's Find My iPhone is sending angry people to some dude's house. This is happening in Texas. Uh, people think that this guy's got a phone uh, that they lose, but it's some sort of like software glitch thing. So they're showing up. They're like, where's my phone? And he, he doesn't have them. Uh, at times, it's actually be, been somewhat dangerous for him. Uh, but this is like, it's it's crazy to think that, uh, the, I don't even know how this would occur, but I would full-on move. If this was me, I'd get out of this house as e- as soon as I could. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we were talking about it earlier in the show, just the anxiety people have when they don't have their phone. Yes. And then you add that with, somebody stole my phone from me. Yes. You just, you get really upset people. I'm with you. I'd move too. I'd get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he said it's happened almost a dozen times in the past year where people show up and think that their phone's at his house and it's not at his house. Uh, this is basically he turned himself uh, or he's turned into a Pokemon Go. You know, everybody's <laughs> out uh, sure. tr- try, trying to find him. I, I mean, right. it's not the best way to meet people. It, it really no, isn't. And, probably not. You know, not yeah. the best dating app in yeah. the world, losing your that's, iPhone. That's an interesting move. If you want to meet somebody, steal their phone and hope that they have find my phone on it. I'm not, I'm not advocating for that. <laughs> right. Maybe that is what's happening. Maybe he does have all the phones. Uh, one last one, real quick, without about a minute left. I know we got to get to traffic. I just thought this was interesting. It's kind of a serious topic, too. Apparently, doctors who work long hours, like way past the the normal amount, even for a doctor, are more likely to prescribe medicine, uh, specific medications, things like antibiotics and opioids, than doctors who don't have a ridiculous amount of, you know, uh, burnout in their job. That's obviously a bad thing. That's obviously something you need to work out and fix. But it kind of makes sense to me that if you're a a health, um, you know, provider, and you're struggling for whatever reason and just the demands of your job and someone gives you, um, you know, what they're dealing with, that it might feel more relevant to give those people medicine. But medicine is more highly prescribed by doctors who are more burned out than doctors who have a more realistic work-life uh, version of a balance. I just thought that was interesting. No one needs to weigh in on it. 